Greetings and welcome to episode 26 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. As always, every time I bring a guest on the podcast, I'm super excited to introduce them and today is no different. I'm joined by Mo Jones, a confident speaking coach whose mission is empowering women to own the power of their voice in life and work. Her passion is to help women use their voice to grow their businesses and audience by speaking with confidence, going live on social media, and starting compelling podcasts. This work has led her to Mo Life Speaks, her coaching business in which she coaches women to embrace fear and own the power of their voice. I can't wait for you to hear from Mo. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. Greetings and welcome to episode 26 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. Today, I am super excited to be joined by Mo Jones, podcaster and confident speaking coach. So welcome, Mo. Hey, Niamma. Thank you for having me. So glad to finally have a chance to speak with you. And I have to let you know that um, when we were in a program together and I saw that you were all about using the voice and all about language, um, you really got my interest because my original um, interest was the field that you went into, not to mention that um, my bachelor's degree is in linguistics. So um, it's nice to meet someone who is coming from that same frame. So um, tell everybody where you're from and how you began your wellness journey. Oh, where am I from? So I guess I should take it back to the birth land. (laughs) I was born in Haiti and I came to this country when I was six, seven years old. So I am a daughter of immigrants and I guess my really my kids are really first generation if you think about it because I was born in Haiti even though I spent most of my life in the United States and I became you know I grew up a sort of a quiet introverted kid and sometimes I often ask myself and wonder was I was that really who I was or was that the label and I lived up to that label And as a result of that label, you're expected to show up in the world a certain way. And so I think I often showed up in the world as that introverted child. And for many years that carried me and I really had to learn how to use my voice. Mm -hmm. And so I often say, you are called to do the work that you're meant to do. And so I don't think it's coincidence that I went into studying speech, language, the voice to really be able to find my own voice. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing was I thought I was going to help children find their voice, but I really ended up finding my own voice in the process. Wow. That's very interesting. So how did that um, come about? Like, you know, what was it that um, led you to feel like that you were, um, well, one, because I'm an introvert as well. So, um, and I was very painfully shy. And I think, you know, we, we find our way into doing certain things in life that cause us to kind of come out of that shell. So was there a turning point moment for you that made you feel like you needed to um, step into your power a little bit more and it was through the voice? Yeah, I started to do presentations more in my life. 
started to be, have more meetings, started to work more with children and their families. And I had to show up and use my voice more. And so for me, that was something that I started to think, well, just because I'm quote unquote an introvert doesn't mean I can't use my voice, but that I can actually learn how to use my voice. Mm-hmm. And so for so long, I kept thinking, I can't use my voice, so I don't know how to use my voice, when in reality, I just had to learn how to use mm-hmm. my voice. And so I started to really push myself and put myself into situations that allowed me that opportunity, even though I was terrified, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it really started to grow and change me. And the more I did it, the more confident I became. Mm-hmm. So much so, because, you know, they say that the biggest fears that people have are dying and public speaking, that people fear public speaking more than they do dying. So, you know, how do, how do you help people address that fear? And what do you, was there anything in particular that you did um, to help yourself get over your own fear to start speaking up? Sure. One of the things that I focus on is the fear when I work with my clients. What happens is when we feel the fear so many times, we want to run. Mm. Everybody wants to run, like get fear away from me. I don't want it here. Why is it showing up? And it's as if fear is showing up. So you know what? I'm going to run and hide rather than be around this fear. Mm -hmm. And what I say is, rather than run from the fear, embrace fear, Mm -hmm. embrace it head on, feel it, sit with it, walk with it. I even say dance with fear Mm. because when your body is having those, that physiological reaction, you feel your heart racing, your blood is pumping, you're sweaty. That's your body's way of telling you you're about to do something that you need to do. You're about to do something that's going to grow you and change you and catapult you. And rather than playing small and running the other way, if you embrace it and you welcome it, you can really face it head on and you could change the way you react to it and you could use it as a way to help you get to the other side of fear. Absolutely. And I love the way you put that about it at the core of it being about something that you are going to do or something that you need to do. Um, And we avoid discomfort so much. We do not like to be uncomfortable, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it can also be like the biggest catalyst for change though. Change doesn't happen without being uncomfortable. I I have something I wrote about that where I say you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because there's no growth. If you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're not growing anymore. You're just, now you're just living life on autopilot, right? Mm -hmm. But when you finally are faced with having to do something that's different, something that pushes you out of your comfort zone, something that pushes you to actually find a way to use your voice, then you're being, you're using yourself to get to another level. You're challenging yourself. You're challenging your body. And so the same way that you can't do the same exercise over and over again, your body needs to be physically challenged. Mm -hmm. You have to challenge yourself by stepping out of your comfort zone and putting yourself out there to use your voice in different ways and to show up, right? To show up in trusting yourself and in trusting your voice. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes, as you mentioned, you know, we do so many things by habit. And, you know, I recently talked on an episode about the story that we tell. And so even, you know, the idea that you told yourself you were an introvert, you know, I told myself that story, you know, for many years that I was shy when I was growing up, especially like around middle school. Um, and, but there were things that caused me, um, to step out of that. So for example, um, I'm a vocalist. And so it's not that I 
don't know how to talk to people or that I didn't know how to relate to people, but you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with my own company. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting that, you know, there is so much that we do out of repetition, but we have to do other things. We have to find other ways to grow and to expand. You were saying you're a vocalist, and I think that's so interesting because I think being a, if you're a singer or not even, even if you're not a professional singer, but being able to use your voice to sing or being able to use your body to dance and move can be a precursor to helping you get to using your voice. And so they're often mm -hmm. interconnected because think about it, when you're a vocalist, that is a form of expression mm -hmm. and a soulful expression of your voice. Mm -hmm. And for many people that can be nerve wracking, but if you, if you start to feel comfortable by expressing yourself as a vocalist, that can be a tool that you use to then help you become more comfortable in expressing yourself with using your voice. And same with dance and movement, which is why I say dance with fear. You know, in another life, I think I would have been a dancer. That was my dream when I was younger was to be a dancer, but that never happened. And I actually love to dance. Wow. And I think dance can be so freeing mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I say is sometimes just getting yourself to let loose and move your body and not think about what you look like or not think about what how people are going to ju judge you. Mm -hmm. When you are able to let that go, that's a layer of fear that you're starting to shed. And yes. that can is a great exercise and a great practice to help you become comfortable in using your voice more. Yes, I love it. And you know, it's so funny because in everything that you just described, there's a level of vulnerability, but there's also a level of freedom when you're doing you it. You hit it on the nose. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. There is vocal freedom. There is, you know, dance freedom. So true. When you finally, like you think, think about it for yourself, when you're finally on that stage or you're, you have a microphone in your hand and you're singing like you are literally letting it all go yeah. right and the same thing with dancing you are literally letting it go and you're allowing yourself to be seen and you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable and the same thing with using your voice and that's why it's so mm -hmm. hard for people because so many times we think being vulnerable is weakness and I know for so long, I think I saw being vulnerable um, as weakness. And I really had to learn to understand and appreciate what vulner being vulnerable could mean for me and what it could do for me. And when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you really allow the, the opening of possibilities and opportunities. Mm. Yes, so much so much so and you know it's it's funny because you know like you i've had that same kind of thought as well you know i've been guarded before um and i admire when other people can be vulnerable and allow themselves to show up like that and i can be empathetic and compassionate and all of that stuff but you know when it comes to my own things um it's been a challenge in that area and i think you know like you said before, that idea of thinking about what other people think when we speak up or when we show up or when we put ourselves out there, you know, that's something that can be a real challenge for us. Um, and with regard to fear and with regard to the stories that we tell ourselves. Absolutely. The same thing with using your voice. We have voice stories that we create for ourselves. And so think about it, right? Being young, you were an introvert, I was an introvert. And so you grow up thinking either by societal norms or what you hear in your family, subconsciously you carry that with you. And you think, well, I'm an introvert, I don't speak up. I can't say anything, I have to hide, I have to play small. No, I'm gonna let the extrovert take the stage because you know the extrovert is the one that can do that. And so we grow up with those voice stories 
And those, we carry those voice stories with us and we let these voice stories dictate how we show up in the world and how we use our voice. And, and not only that, and I think about, so you have a voice story like that and then you add layers to it where you add layers of your experiences along with that. So you've already, you have your voice story, then you add the experiences, then you add societal expectations of how you should be and how you should show up and how you should use your voice. And we end up creating this voice story that is only a story that we've created in our heads. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, this story has now decided this is how you show up and this is who you are. And that this is how yeah. you use your voice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It really <laughs> is. It's unbelievable how it's so easy that happens for so many of us. And I know even for myself, I had to shed that voice story. And I had to really take time to examine and say, well, so maybe I don't show up in the world like other people, but that doesn't mean I don't have a voice and I can't use my voice. And the other thing is... I don't have to use my voice like everybody else. That part, <laughs> that part. Yeah, just getting to the place where you recognize the beauty in your uniqueness, you know? Um, just the idea that we don't have to be like other people and we're not supposed, we're not to, supposed be. to be. Exactly, yeah. we're not supposed yeah. to be, right? Yeah. And even within, you know, introverts or within extroverts, we think we have to show up the same way, but you can still show up as yourself, however that mm -hmm. self might be for you. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Wow. Woo. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I think this is a good place for us to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about how we make room for introverts, because like you said, you know, oftentimes um, people who are more extroverted do tend to get more attention or do tend to, you know, jump to the front. But when we're in a group setting, you know, there, we have to be inclusive of everybody. So stay tuned, everybody. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. Welcome back, everybody. My goodness, this, this conversation is so rich. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, making room for people who show up differently. And, you know, there's a lot of talk these days around diversity and inclusion, which tend to be more around things like race and gender and, you know, all of the categories. Um, but there's also a need though, when we talk about being inclusive of recognizing that people show up differently, that you know people have things to say and have value, um, but oftentimes you know those individuals might not feel safe to do so. So tell, let's talk about that. You know, what are some ways that you can think of to make room for people who are more introverted or to give an opening for those individuals to be heard? Well, I think it's really important to understand that people can show up in different ways and we have to be able to be open and responsive to that. Because just because someone's an introvert doesn't mean they can't bring an opinion to the table or they don't have something to share. And so what I often say is, Let's make room for all the voices. Let's give everyone an opportunity to share their thoughts and opinions. And here's what I always say. You don't always have to be the loudest in the room. And 
it's not being the loudest that either gets the job done or that's the smartest or that's the most important. You can be just as powerful and just be a quiet force as well mm-hmm. and find a way to use your voice to show up and have and be meaningful and contribute to the table. Absolutely. I love that because yeah, that there's a, you know, there's another, there's a power, there's an intensity. There's also, you know, just as much um, happening, you know, mentally, just because someone doesn't say it, you know, it doesn't mean there's any shortage of ideas or, you know, anything like that. And um, yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, that saying the squeaky wheel gets the grease and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's the loud people who tend to um, have their voices heard and, and, um, you know, people who complain or, you know, things like that. So it's, it's very interesting that what's given value um, in the culture. And, you know, I, I don't think people realize that actually you can use your voice in such a quiet but impactful way. Mm-hmm. And that can take you so much further than just being loud and or being loud for the sake of being loud. I think those things are two different, two different uh, uh, scenarios, right? Two different extremes of coming in and showing up. And so I've always found that, you know, you can have two people and you can have one person who is an extrovert and who is going on and on and talking and talking away and saying things and just expressing themselves, maybe for the sake of expressing themselves. But then you can have the introvert person come in who has been able to really observe and listen to what everyone else has said and then can come out with their contribution. And that one contribution could be the most powerful contribution. You're so right. <laughs> and, and so that's why I tell introverts, don't downplay who you are. Don't downplay your qualities. Mm-hmm. Know that you can still use your voice to show up. And I think so many times introverts feel that they're either having to compete with extroverts or feel that they have to show up as extroverts to have their place in the world. But what I say is find your own place in the world. Mm-hmm. Find a way to use your own voice. Tap into your own voice and your own way of using your voice. Because when you do that, then you can really find power in your own voice. Mm-hmm. And you're not giving your power away to someone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm reminded of um, a James Brown song. Um, you know, he's, he says, um, like a dull knife, just ain't cutting, talking loud and saying nothing. nothing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah. And, you, you, you know, no disrespect to folks who are extroverted, you know, we're going to talk about y'all too. Yeah. And you know, how we can, how you can best use your voice. But I think, you know, it, it's more difficult at times for, you know, those who are more introverted. So and, and I think um, it boils down to finding your people. I don't think, yeah. you know, I think introverts and extroverts could coexist. And mm-hmm. I think it really boils down to finding your people. So when you, so that you can create that space for yourself and for one another mm-hmm. to, to thrive in that environment, that yeah. that's really key because we're not saying that extroverts shouldn't have their space because they're they're loud. I think the most important thing is understanding that every one person has their own voice and we want everyone to own the power of their own voice rather than look to someone else or give your power away. Right. And that's what it really boils down to. That's what it really boils down to is standing in your power no matter how you show up, you know, no matter what you consider yourself to be, um, you know. And so I know that you, you mentioned that you, you know, had started helping with children. And so now 
um, you've transitioned to helping women specifically, right? To yes. um, find ways to deal with their fear and to dance with the fear. So talk about that. Yeah, I've become really passionate about helping women with that because, because of my own story, because I know that I had to do my own work and find my own voice. And I saw how powerful that was. And as I started to speak to friends and other women, I started to hear how either women were not taking jobs because it, it required too much public speaking. Mm. Or they would say, I, I couldn't say anything at that meeting. I wanted to, but I was too afraid. Or I wanted to volunteer for this and for that. And I didn't because, oh my God, I can't do that talk. Or I can't go live on social media and talk about my business and talk about the work that I do. Or they didn't want to start podcasting and use their voice to record a podcast. And I realized so many of us as women are completely taking a backseat because we don't want to use our voice and get visible. Mm-hmm. Yet, if we realized how powerful we could be by using our voice and getting visible, we could change the world. Absolutely. So that I really started to get passionate about that. And I started to work with women. And I really wanted to be able to give women the tools that they needed because this work is not so I always say it's even deeper than just using your voice. And while the manifestation is using your voice, but it's really tapping within mm-hmm. and really getting within to understand who you are and what your worth is and being able to accept that and know that you're worthy and deserving of using your voice. Yes, absolutely. And and not only, you know, using your voice, but using empowering language when you do use your voice, because, you know, as the saying goes, you know, there is power in the tongue, mm-hmm. you know, and so we can manifest, we can create, and we can tear down. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. Yes, I always say the words that come out of your mouth, out of your voice are just as powerful. And so I think we as women, we have to think about does our inner voice line up with our outer voice? Mm -hmm. Because we have that inner voice that plays a running dialogue all the time. And it says we have about what, 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day running through our heads. And the majority of our thoughts are negative. Mm -hmm. And the majority of our thoughts are repetitive. Yes. So we have a whole lot of negative, repetitive thoughts going through our heads on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And so we have to take stock of that because what happens when those thoughts become so powerful, and they start to guide your life, they are then translated into your external voice, Mm -hmm. thereby determining and guiding how you operate in the world, how you show up in the world, and how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And so being aware of that inner voice and how it translates is so important because we get to decide, we get to decide how we show up and how we see ourselves, not the world. We get to decide that. Yes, that's right. And so, right? Go ahead, go ahead, yes. (laughs) That is why it is so powerful. And so many times we don't even realize that they're not lining up. We don't even realize how these inner thoughts and these inner, that inner voice is an auto replay without even us realizing, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I can't believe I did this. I was so stupid. What was I thinking? Oh, I can't do that. I'm too nervous. I cannot do that talk. What am I? No way. I'm not good enough for that. What? They want me to give a talk? I'm supposed to be the one to do that? That is a constant dialogue running 
all the time. And as a result of that, so then what happens to the external voice, someone comes to you or your boss comes to you and says, oh, you ready to give that talk? And you have to give that talk. And you're like, nope, not doing it, can't do it. Or someone says, you should start a podcast, a podcast. I hate how I hear my voice. I sound terrible when I hit the record button. So you end up living a life guided by those thoughts mm-hmm. who have become your internal dialogue and have now been released as your external dialogue. Yeah. And as your manifested reality. And your manifested reality. <laughs> yes. And you you absolutely end up in a place where you're like, this is who I've become and this is what I've created. And you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You're so right. And, and, and I love that you said we get to decide we get to decide, you know, how we want our lives to be, how we want to show up, how we, what we want to manifest. And it's that stopping that tape, you know, because it is, it's on a loop. And it's so, on. yeah, it's on that loop. So finding a way to interrupt the loop and then yes. hitting the reset button and putting new language, new words, new thoughts in place. That is a task. That is a challenge. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And you know, it can be done. And the way that we start doing that is by awareness is first. Mm -hmm. You have that awareness that this inner dialogue is happening and you realize, okay, I am this is what I'm saying. This is what's going on. And now that I'm aware about it, how can I start changing it? Yes. And that's where the change begins. And so it's not necessarily saying, oh, get out of my head thoughts. I don't, oh my God, these stupid thoughts. I can't believe I'm having these stupid thoughts. That's not what it's about at mm-hmm. all. You, we're not, you know, I'm not saying to, there's, there's no judgment here. There's no exactly. need to judge yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's about being gentle with yourself. And when the thoughts show up, it's saying, thank you for showing up, but you no longer serve me. Goodbye. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just (laughs) talk to your thoughts. This is not me. You no longer serve me. Goodbye. And you reframe that and you reframe your words. Yes. And when you reframe your words, you're then you're instantly starting to shift Mm -hmm. your mind and you're starting to become more aware and then you're starting starting to line up your inner thoughts with your outer thoughts. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's where the change begins to happen. Yes, so good, so good. Yes, everything starts with awareness. And like you said, you know, it's, it's not about judging yourself and, and beating yourself up for having negative thoughts because then that's another, you know, addition to that cycle. But just, wow, yeah, just reprogramming, reframing. I love it. Love it. So absolutely. I think this is a good place for us to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your podcast. So stay tuned, everybody. And welcome back, everybody. I am just loving this conversation with Mo. And um, before the break, we were just talking about the importance of the tape that we're playing and the thoughts that we're having and the vibration of the thoughts that we're having. And um, one of the things that Mo has done and one of the ways that she is using her voice positively and powerfully in the world is that she has a podcast called Mo Chats. So tell everybody about your podcast. How did you start it? And um, what kind of topics do you cover on your podcast? So I was really inspired by women, women who decided to live life on their terms, women who decided to step out of their comfort zone and decide to create a life that they wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to start having these conversations because we don't give ourselves enough credit for the work that we do. And we certainly don't give ourselves enough credit for the journey. Yes. And there is so much power in the journey. And so many times we think we are either the only ones that might have gone through it or we see someone else's journey and we think we cannot 
have that kind of journey or that we can't learn from that journey. And these stories, these chats that I've been having with women have been so empowering because I've learned about women's journeys and I think I've learned how they have grown and stepped out of their comfort zone and really taken chances mm -hmm. when either the world told them no or they had doubts themselves, mm -hmm. they had doubt themselves or they had fear, which was the common thread in so, which has been the common thread in so many of my chats is that the fear shows up, but they didn't let the fear stop them. Mm -hmm. And they decided to face their fears and decide to live life on their terms. And whether it's through their work that they've done or have they or how they decided to re raise their family or the diff different decisions that they've made, I've been able to speak to women in different work arenas and have really been able to le learn from them, from women who are business owners, from women who own their own business, from women who either have done a different type of job and left that to figure out what they wanted to do, women who stayed home to raise their kids. So it's been pretty powerful to just hear the journey and to just hear these the stories of these amazing women. And I think most importantly, everything I think of is the journey. Women have such an amazing journey because it's compounded by so many parts. Mm -hmm. And I always say, we are not one dimensional as women. <laughs> we no. are multi-dimensional and there are so many parts to us and to be able to see women really decide how they're going to live their lives and live it on their terms and get comfortable with being uncomfortable has really yeah. been empower empowering. So I'm really enjoying my uh, the women that I'm chatting with on my podcast. That's really cool. And, and I love that, you know, um, because that is such a really good point that for women, especially number one, like you said, we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't recognize and pat ourselves on the back enough and recognize the obstacles that we've overcome, but also the added layer of expectations, you know, um, because um, the other day, you know, I heard it said that girls are, are um, expected to be compliant and um, conforming to, you know, the, the family's expectations, to society's expectations, or what have you. And so because of that, um, you know, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to imagine another reality or another way of living or the possibility of just going for it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Women by nature and by nature of society, we don't just decide to go for it as easily as men do. Mm -hmm. And so many times we, we hold back we think twice, we doubt ourselves. we wonder if we should even, mm -hmm. we wonder how, how, well, how dare we, like, why would I? And we don't take that time to really say, well, what if the possibilities were there for me? What if I took that chance? Mm -hmm. And there, it's been said, I've read it in some in some magazines when talking about men and women and interviewing for jobs, that a man will go for a job, even if he doesn't have the qualifications. Mm -hmm. Whereas women will look at the job and say, well, I don't have that qualification. I don't have this qualification. I don't have that one. Nope, not applying, not even gonna do it. Yeah. And so we have to get ourselves out of that mindset, mm -hmm. right? We have to start believing that we as women, we can show up and we deserve to honor ourselves. We deserve to honor our journey and we deserve to honor the other women that are doing this with us because there really is only strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. when, when you empower me, I empower you. And I, and I really believe, I have this saying that I say, a win it for you is a win for me. 
Yes. Because, right? Because when you win, I win. And then when I win, the other woman wins. And, and that, we rise together. We can only rise together. And I think that's so important for us to really understand as women. Mm-hmm. We can only rise together and understand that there is room for all of us at the table. Yes. There is room for all of us at the table. It's not like there's, there's this pie and it says, okay, you get an eighth of a slice and you get a quarter of a slice. No, mm-hmm. there is room for each of us to get a slice. And I think when we can see that and we can understand that and we can honor that, how powerful and empowering can we be for ourselves and can we be for other women? Totally, totally. You know, because it's like there's so much functioning on a scarcity mindset, you know, like that there's not enough to go around. And well, if you get yours and that means that I can't get mine, it's like, you know what? That means that you're doubting God. That means that you're doubting what God has for you. Um, you know, and so that's why it's so important not to compare yourself, not to envy yes. other people, but to recognize that when you see somebody else, when you see another woman doing something, be inspired because that's showing you possibility. That's showing you, you know, something, a, a way that's been made that you can follow or you can do it your own way, you know? Yes, 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 exactly. When you see a woman be successful, that's the time that you say, wow, if she can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than thinking, oh my goodness, well, there, you know, she's doing it. That's it. You know, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe she's doing it. No, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. You can do it too. And comparison is the thief of joy, yes. as they say. Mm-hmm. So don't compare yourself. Know that you have your own path and your own journey. Mm-hmm. And your journey is going to look different than mine. And my path is going to look different than the next woman. But know that you have your journey and that you can learn from other women on the journey. And no two people do it the same. Yeah. No two people do it the same. And you know what I've learned as I've been building my business? It's already been done before. <laughs> so much has already been done before. I'm not. I'm not reinventing the wheel. The next person is not reinventing the wheel. But what makes it unique is that I bring my own spin and my own voice to it, pun intended. (laughs) I bring my own voice to it that somebody else doesn't. That's That's all. And at the end of the day, one person can't serve millions of people. Mm-hmm. You'll have your audience. I'll have my audience and someone else will have their audience. And that means there's more of that to go around. Absolutely. And so we have to keep that in mind and we have to remember that and, you know, empowering women, you know, we all, we often use it, but I really want to see women live by it mm-hmm. because when we start living by it, we can really start changing the tide. We can really start embracing one another and embracing the journey. Absolutely. And and creating a new paradigm. Creating a new paradigm. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. I love it. Well, I think this is a good place for us to take a break. And when we come back, um, we'll talk about how people can work with you because I know that you have several things going on and um, I'd love for people to know about how they can get in on it. So stay tuned, everybody. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And welcome back, everybody. I am just, just so full from this conversation. And, you know, I just really love your thinking 
um, Mo, because the way that you think, I think in terms of, you know, when you win, like people that I care about, if you're winning, we're winning. And so I just, I just love that spirit, you know, with you. Um, so now I know that you're working on some uh, things where people can learn from you about um, confidence coaching and um, how to confidently use their voices. So, so tell us about how people can work with you. You have a program, right? Or a course that you just launched? Sure, I did. I just launched a course called Let's Start Podcasting from Idea to Launch. And I work with women to help them start their podcasts, help them be able to use their authentic voice when they are podcasting and get their message out in the world. So that's one of the things that I do. The other thing that I do is I also work with women to get them going live on social media for their business because that is so hard for so many women and it's a great way when you go live to grow your business, grow your audience and that's a tool that I work with for so many women and give them the skills that they need to be able to do that. And so women can reach out to me and I work one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. coaching and I do group coaching and I also have a membership for women who want to be supported and connected in an environment with other women as they are using their voice and getting more comfortable with doing that because it is a journey and there are times in life where you can you have a, a job, a certain job calling you to use your voice or a certain job asking you to present a certain way and you might feel how do I do that? What tips can I use? How can I get the skills that I need to be able to do that? And my membership, Get Up and Talk, mm -hmm. allows women to be able to, I do coaching sessions, I have other speakers come in, and it's an encouraging and supporting network for women to be connected with one another. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. Yeah. So I, I really like that um, idea because you're right. There are so many reasons why um, people need to speak. And so, you know, going live on Instagram, um, going live on social media, that's definitely something that I know I've experienced great trepidation over in the past. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, as You're I'm not the only one. <laughs> And the funny thing about it is that so much of it is one practice. Um, you know, it's something that if you haven't done it a lot, you know, you're doing something new. Of course, there's that insecurity of not having done something often. I think it goes the same way with, you know, people doing public speaking. If you have not had a lot of experience with it, you know, it can make you more fearful than once you do get used, get used to doing it. Um, so what are some ways that you recommend, if you can give like a top three ways that you um, recommend for people who want to get started showing up live on social media, how do they get past their fear? So I'll share a few tips on that. One of the first things I always say is preparing your voice, just like you're getting ready to do a workout. Mm -hmm. You want to prepare your voice and have your voice in good shape to help you start talking. So the first thing is hydrate, 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 drink your water, because if your voice is really dry, your words will come out creaky. You won't get that smooth and ease and flow of words. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. The second thing to think about is to be able to know what you want to talk about. Have your points, get your points ready, but don't read or memorize your points. So many times people think they have to read what they wrote or memorize. When you memorize, you're relying on an exact set of words. And if you lose your place or if you forget, it completely trips you up. So mm -hmm. have some main points. Know what you want to say and use that as a guide for 
going live and sharing your information. And another tip I'd like to share is use a method that I call the sandwich talk. And so what is the sandwich talk? And it's kind of like how it sounds. So you start off with your first slice of bread and that would be your introduction. You come on and you say who you are, introduce yourself, give your name. So for example, hey, I'm Maureen Jones and I'm a confident speaking coach and I help women grow their business and audience by using their voice to go live on social media. That's your, that's your slice of bread, that's your intro. Then you add your meat, or I say veggies if you're a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> that's your content. That would be where your main points come under play. Are you sharing information? Are you doing an announcement? Are you letting your audience know something is coming up and something is being revealed? That's your content. And then you close that up with your other slice of bread, which is a call to action, thanking your audience for watching, letting them know what's coming up next. And there you have created your sandwich talk. Mm -hmm. And if you follow that method, it really does help with going live and makes it so much easier because now you have a bit of a blueprint of how to show up. Mm -hmm. And that helps you know what you want to say, what you want to share, and how you want to do it. And the other thing I would add is smile. Smile and be yourself. So many times people go to record themselves to go live and they go to hit that record button and all of a sudden they want to sound like somebody else. <laughs> and that's the complete opposite of what you want to do. People will receive you more when you are being yourself, when you're using your most natural, authentic voice, rather than trying to some, sound like someone that you're not, or trying to sound like someone completely different. Mm -hmm. So do that. Use your most natural, authentic voice and smile. When you smile, it actually helps you also because you're using these smiling muscles and it creates a warm invitation to the audience to listen to you and to be invited into your live. Mm -hmm. Such great tips, my goodness, wow. And you know, it's so funny that you say that too because one, it's easy to follow, but two, you know, oftentimes people get this idea that they have to be perfect when they show up. And so that's why, you know, you wanna be scripted and all that kind of stuff, but actually, you know, you attract the people that you're meant to attract when you are being yourself, you know, and there's something about hitting the record button that makes you freeze or can, you know, make you freeze. Um, and so it's, it's about, you know, getting out of your head too about, you know, like, it's okay if you flub a word, it's okay if you, you know, have a misstep or if you need to pause or you know things like that that are natural parts of speech absolutely this is not about being perfect mm -hmm. it is not about being perfect at all it's about being yourself mm -hmm. and people will embrace you more when you show up as yourself and if you fumble on a word so what keep it moving you yeah. keep it moving it's perfectly okay and the more you practice the more you do it the more comfortable you become absolutely and so you have to give yourself some grace because if you've never gone live before or and or you've been petrified of going live and then all of a sudden you start doing it, yeah, you might not, you're not going to be a, a pro at it, but that's okay. You're not, it's not about you showing up as being a pro. It's not about you showing up in this perfect way and saying all the perfect words. It's just about you showing up and connecting with your audience. That's mm -hmm. really what it's about. And the audience receives you so much more when you are just being yourself. Absolutely. And the audience is so keen on that. They know, right? So just <laughs> yeah. be yourself. Just yeah. be yourself. Yeah. And it's funny because that can actually be off-putting if you're too perfect and if you're too polished, you know, you're not as relatable and, um, you know, that connection, it's harder that, for that connection to come across when it's too perfect. It's like, you know, people think, how could I ever 
attain that or how could I ever, you know, be like that? Like that's, that's not for me. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to be perfectly polished. Mm -hmm. The fact that sometimes women feel the need that my hair has to be perfect. I have to have perfect makeup on. I have to have perfect clothes and perfect lipstick. That's the only way to go live. No one wants to see you being perfect. (laughs) Heck, go in your pajamas, you know, go live in your pajamas. I think that's great to be able to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. go as comfortable as who you are. Yeah. If, if you happen to be someone that you are naturally, I call it fancy, if that's you, that's fine. Yeah. And if you're comfortable in sweats, that's fine too. Show up in your most comfortable mm-hmm. and natural way and not try to be, uh, be on air for, right? Put on air, so to speak, for the camera. Just yeah. be your most natural self. That's the most important tip that I can give women is be your most natural self Mm -hmm. and show up as you because the minute you decide to start showing up as someone else you start to lose your authenticity Mm -hmm. and being in business and growing a business is about being authentic and the minute we start to lose that we start to lose a piece of ourselves and we start to lose a piece of who we are and you start to lose a piece of your business in the process Mm -hmm. and so show up and be your authentic self I always say actually share both stories share the ups and share the downs because life is a journey Mm -hmm. and you're going to have great days and you're going to have tough days so it's okay to come on and say if you're sharing something with your audience and to say hey how's everyone doing today I'm kind of having a tough day or I'm having, you know, pandemic fatigue. How y'all doing today? Mm. That's so real for people to hear and for people to know. And some of the things that I do, particularly with my group, is I'll share my speaking stories where I'll say, I had this opportunity to speak today and I was so nervous. And and I'll tell you what I did in order to help me reduce the nerves. And so I'll share that and I'll be honest with them. And when they hear that, it helps them know that, oh, well, it's she's not perfect either. And that's okay. And if she can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. So that's just as important to share the ups and the downs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's it. You know, that's all part of the journey. So, you know, Joy and pain, sunshine and rain. There you go. There you go. You hit it on the nose. Can't have one without the other, right? That's right. Absolutely. So I have just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And I could talk to you for hours, but same here. <laughs> but tell everybody where they can follow you, how they can contact you if they want to work with you. And I will put all of that in the show notes, of course. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at MoLife Speaks with an S at the end. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm sorry, on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook at MoLife Speaks as well. And my website is also www.molifespeaks.com. And if you find me on social media, you can always send me a DM or send me an email through my website and I would be more than happy to connect with you. I'm here for you. So any questions about going live, any questions about starting a podcast or speaking with confidence, I am here for you. Happy to answer them. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to speak with me. Um, And I can't wait to continue to see you blossom and to see you grow and empower more and more women. So thank you for who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for having me. This was so good. (laughs) So enjoyed this conversation. I appreciate it. Wow. Oh my goodness. Now, was that conversation fire or what? Man, so many jewels, so much wisdom. And I think there are so many key takeaways. One being, be yourself. Whatever that looks like, show up as you, as your most authentic self. Whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, 
whether you're a combination of the two. You know, oftentimes those labels that we put on ourselves and the ways that we show up have a lot more to do with how we feel about ourselves and what we think about our worthiness to speak and to be seen. And so I encourage you to give yourself the permission to stop hiding and to be who you are. Let the world see your light. So if you have enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, subscribe, share it with your friends and family, download the episodes, write a review, leave a voice note, DM me, let me know how did it impact you, what stood out for you. And also, if you're interested in working with Mo, connect with her. So, I hope that you have the most beautiful and blessed day possible, and peace and love to you.